gentleman has a brand new comedy special coming up on Showtime that you're probably going to want to be a part of. It airs, uh, premieres actually uh, tomorrow night, and he's on the phone to promote it. His name is Bob Saget. Bob, sir? Hey, how you doing? We are hanging in there, man. Thank you so much for the time, dude. We appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. First, you're, you're in Boise. I, I would talk to you all day if I could. <laughs> well, that is how nice is it? Is, is Boise, what, what is, I've never been there. Is, is it flatland or, or are there hills? It's, it's a great combination of both. We've got like a lovely mountain right next to us where there's a ski you know uh, uh, ski resort and then uh, not not far from here you got Sun Valley and then there's some flat desert land oh I know where you are then okay I have kind of been there kind of Interesting, though, you talk about Boise, because I've been at the station for about 15 years, and, and 12 years ago, we had this specialty show, uh, and we called it, we had a contest for the name, and the name was the Bob Saget Happy Fun Hour, <laughs> and and some lawyers said not to do that anymore. <laughs> well, at least it was not like the, the hell and distraught hour. I mean, it was, you were trying to have a good time with me. It, well, it's that because you are so damn funny that we thought just it, putting your name in the title would mean that we would be successful. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> How are things, man? You get ready to do a stand-up special on Showtime. Everything going all right? Yeah, everything's good. I shot it a few months ago in November at the uh, Moore Theater in Seattle, and I really enjoyed it a lot. And uh, the audiences were moderately uh, stoned and appropriately uh, uh, medicated. And it was a very, very fun special. I worked on material for about, I guess, about four years. And that's stories and jokes, and I got five new songs in it, which I'm really happy about. So it uh, comes out on the 10th, Friday night. So I'm on, excited. I put a lot into it. On Showtime. I've always wondered, how much control do you have over where you decide to shoot these things? Is it like you said you wanted to go to Seattle, or did it just happen to work out that way? No, this one was a fortune. I worked with this group called New Wave Entertainment, and I just said, uh, this is where I want to do it. And... This is how I want to do it, and I'm one of the exec producers with the guys that did it there, and it worked out really well. I'm really happy about it, and they got to edit it and did everything you do when you want to make your own special. Is, is it is, Was it that you spent four years working on the special, or just four years you know, putting together a bunch of new material, and then... Yeah, it's four years of floating material. You just kind of, you know, it's a lot, it used to be a lot of bar napkins that you write stuff down. Now you just have your iCloud on your phone, and you go, is that funny? I don't know, should I say that? That seems wrong. And then you end up saying it on television. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you, we are familiar with your material, the movies, the stuff that you've done, the fact that, that you know, you've, uh, you've worked so hard to do your stand-up career and make a great living doing it do you still uh, i guess uh, shock some people that may know you as danny tanner from full house and that kind of stuff do you have those conversations after shows sometimes? i don't think anymore i think people are civilized enough to know that that's a character you play if you're fortunate enough to get a television show and that if you keep on with your career they know that if you're playing a part in a movie that you're not that character because <laughs> i mean if, Han if anthony hopkins was hannibal lecter he <laughs> would be in in prison so if i was a guy that dust busted all day long and uh, hugged everybody and wore cardigan sweaters. I would probably be in prison too, just because I'm, I'm a, I got a pretty mouth. You know, it was, <laughs> yeah, I was a very attractive-looking guy, uh, as gawky and uh, much like people's accountants or dentists. I still had a cardigan sweater and and I had a bouffant hairdo while Samos had a mullet. So we we definitely there was something very sketchy going on in that house. <laughs> uh, you know, it was, it, it was a two-dimensional show, kind of made for. 14-year-old girls, which is nice. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Which still lives on. One of my kids' favorite shows is Full House to this day. It was like, when I was young, Happy Days was kind of, well, not young, but teenagerhood. And this was done by the same producer, so I wanted to jump at it. It seemed like a cool show to do. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, and, and it's, uh, 
I have zero complaints about it. I made money. People became it become kind of became kind of a joke, but it also became kind of a, a piece of it's like American culture. It's pop culture, so that's a nice thing. And I'm close with everybody on it. I see them constantly. So. You know, we're also uh, pretty big fans of the movies that you've been behind the camera for. Um, you know, you've done directing from a long, back since back in your college days, so it's nothing that, that was new to you back then. Do you still enjoy doing something like that and maybe getting behind the camera a little bit more often? Yeah, there's a movie I'm attached to direct right now. We're just casting it, so we'll, uh, we're crossing our fingers that the actors we want say yes to us right now. My time has been that, working on, on prepping that, and also writing a book but for HarperCollins, It Books, which is supposed to come out in January. And that book is about, that's about kind of death and comedy and how they intersect. So it's kind of like talking about Richard Pryor, Rodney Dangerfield, and Don Rickles, friends of mine, and, and also about, it, it's got a lot about my testicles, because I do write about them. <laughs> the wandering testicle. Yeah, and it, one of one of them even comes with a book. You can use it as a bookmark. It's flat. <laughs> it's for the kids. It's great. Yeah, you got to give people what they want. I see too that you're going to get crazy here this summer at the Bonnaroo Festival. Yeah, I'm going to go do that. I'm, uh, they said, "Do you want to do it?" And I went absolutely because comedians. My friend Lewis Black's always been trying to talk me into it because I, I really do enjoy playing rock and roll audiences and, or, or venues. You know, my audiences are anywhere from twenty to. Or eight, sixteen with a fake ID, all the way to pretty much to death. You know, <laughs> if they could put them on a golf cart and get them to the show, they'll enjoy it. And uh, this is—I think I'm going to open up for Tom Petty. I'm not opening, but I think I'm going to introduce him. That was kind of like they said, "Who do you want to uh, introduce?" And I said, "Well, not Paul McCartney. I don't need that aggravation. It'll be like you don't want to hear get off the stage and bring on a Beatle." You know? <laughs> but Tom Petty, I just. Uh, I kind of dig him a lot. Not that I don't like Paul McCartney, but he's Paul McCartney. You know, you, you've talked about uh, putting some material together for the comedy special that airs on Showtime on uh, Friday night. And, you know, you, you've done this for so long. Are there some places that you like to go to work out material more than others? Is there, like, a backyard place that you like to go to and, and, and kind of really do a set and work out the stuff? Yeah, there's some clubs that are really great. I mean, there's different clubs. And I haven't been there enough, but the Comedy Cellar in New York is a club where you'll see everybody that does everything stand-up-wise, and it's a place where the, the audience doesn't lie to you. You don't just go in there and destroy. You go in there and they help you know if something's funny or not. And I work at a club in um, Portland called Helium that I like. Uh, here in L.A., I'll go into the, I'll still go to the Laugh Factory or, or the Improv or the Comedy Store, and that's kind of where you just kind of float in. For me, unannounced, and go in and try 10 minutes. You know, you've been thinking about it at dinner. We've been thinking about it for weeks, and you really want to try some bit, and then you get up. And, you, when people pay hard-earned money and they come in to see a show, you don't want them to hear you exploring an area. They want to know that it's been mined and it's been worked on so that they got they get the gems, you know. Yeah. not fair for somebody to be paying money, and then someone go, hey, here's a premise. <laughs> maybe, maybe you guys can write the punchline for me because I didn't do my work. You know, uh, as somebody who's been in comedy for so long, still a big deal to you to have your own hour-long special that you can kind of call your own? It's an accomplishment. It feels good to me. I, I don't want to go shoot one next month, you know? Right. I don't, you know, as soon as I was done, they went, this is such a great experience. Let's do another one. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Got to come up with a new hour, and I need to write new music if I'm going to do more music. I actually did more. I mean, five songs is a lot to do in a show. That's The last special I did was on HBO, and I did three songs. This is... Uh, I actually had a guy in the audience who kept dancing the river dance. Every time I'd play, he'd start dancing. <laughs> um, and when someone does that on camera, I find that exciting. 
So <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Singing to the tune of Froggy went a court, and I was singing that he had a tiny little wiener. So <laughs> every time I went tiny little wiener, the guy jumped up and started dancing. It was, it was kind of it was Pavlovian. It was a beautiful thing to watch. I love it. That's what I'm talking about is the name of the special. It airs Friday night on Showtime. Mr. Sagan, it's awesome to catch up with you, man. We'll talk to you soon, all right? Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.